Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. It's so great to have you here and to share stories of innovation and opportunity across real estate, property, and building services. And the aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible across how we design, build, buy, sell, rent, and invest in property and all of the associated behavior and activities around that. Now, none of this would be possible without our sponsors. So a big shout out to the Direct Connect team, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the innovators behind the Forms Live and RealWorks Forms, and the PropTech Association of Australia. Thank you for your support of the podcast. My guest in this episode is Joe Rossi, the National Sales and Go-to-Market Director of the property data provider, National Property Group. National Property Group connects Australian property professionals with ready-to-use property data, marketing and sales platforms to power strategic business growth. They have a long heritage in the property industry. For those with long memories, they were born out of EAC and Red Square, which makes them, as they state, a 60-year-old startup. Now there's a thing. But they launched a national property group in 2020 and now boast 12 million property records, 107 million property images, and 250 million records on sales and lease listings, plus an API that is open and affordable for prop techs to experiment with. So here to tell us all about it, Joe Rossi from National Property Group. Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. Thank you, Kylie. It's great to it, it's great to see you again, Joe. And for our listeners, a little bit of background: Joe mm-hmm. and I worked together at Core Logic, um, yes. what, like over five six years ago now. But oh um, yeah, it, it was five years. We we were talking uh, just the other day. It was five years uh, since um, Frank left, and I think you. Were oh yeah, Frank's I went team, the right? same day Frank left. <laughs> 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 so okay, awesome. So. It's, you haven't changed a bit, so but Thank let's you. let's let's focus on National Property Group now because you you've gone on to bigger and better things. What's the uh, National Property Group elevator pitch? Look, it, it's really easy. We're trying to make our data available to people that are interested in property and are trying to um, either use property for their own personal insights or help their customers. And one of the biggest things that we say is that uh, we don't, we're truly independent. We don't care about your application. So we'll actually create the, we have the data lake and we're yep. going to make it available to people. That okay, cool. So National Property Data, sorry, National Property Group is a data pro- property data provider yep. to the real estate, to real estate agents or investors or all of the above. Uh, I think the the best way is your all of the above. Uh, yep. So, firstly, um, our platform for real estate agents and investors and developers and all people that want to know about property, but then the uh, data lake, which is you know APIs uh, for people that want to enhance their websites or want to uh, use the data to help them make decisions. Okay, cool. So. Why would I choose National Property Group over other data providers out there? Because it's a pretty crowded space, isn't it? It sure is. And look, uh, it's interesting because, um, you know, 
where do we fit? How does uh, a new player on the market? We're not really new. We're actually a sixty-year-old startup. So for the okay. people, the, the, the people <laughs> that will remember, probably of my age, Kylie remembers EAC and Red Square. So when you ah. look at EAC being there at 1960s with their Realtor magazine and continuing all the way through with their product called Red Square for a data platform. It was really a New South Wales-based cooperative sitting with um, the ownership with members, not-for-profit, owned by real estate agents. Now, of course, we know in this industry, once you get a whole bunch of real estate agents together, try and make a decision on investment and go forward together. Um, so the founder uh, bought out the, the data platform first mm-hmm. and then uh, de- demutualized the EAC. So it's not a, a state agents cooperative anymore. It's, it's a state agents community. Okay. Okay. So so who owns national property uh, so it, it's a private uh, company. Uh, the founder mm-hmm. is Gary Blong. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there are, well, first of all, all the old cooperative members are shareholders. Right. Okay. Got of it. the company. And then we obviously have some key um, shareholders as well. Okay. And so I've heard of a 30-year-old startup, which I think is what MRI calls themselves, but I haven't heard of a 60-year-old one. Yeah, so welcome. So congratulations on that, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to be a startup. Um, so, so what differentiates National Property Group's data? Like what, how, how many data points have you got? Give us a, a feeling for how so, the, the so size and there are some it. key data points, which is really important. So uh, some really simple ones that make a big difference for our investor pool and our developer pool, um, which are things like um, being able to search on frontage. Measurements uh, or photos? Uh, frontage as in the the distance so for instance oh, okay. yeah, 25 okay. meter frontage okay so a developer just love that sort of um key uh search points because you know you've got to work out how many properties uh i have to filter through to get to one that's not only for sale, but is it right? So they can do this on the site really easily, which uh, amazing enough, and, and you know I'm from other data supplies, so I know this. It, it's so key to some of these people using it. The other one I think is a multi-lot search. doesn't sound exciting, but just imagine again people that are looking to develop a property. So you can see where we're niching here. Uh, yeah in these spaces is that developers are just coming to us and saying, I really love this multi-lot search. So so for, for people that don't understand that, that's listening to this is, hey, there's a property that already has two titles. Now, they right. might have plonked the, uh, the property in the middle, but it's it could be a knockdown, build two properties without having to go to council, split the property up and do all that, all that cost that's involved in that. So they love that type of data point. So that's one. We have fantastic mapping overlays, so zoning overlays, which a lot of people don't have. Uh, there are other prop techs doing it. Uh, specifically for developers, but we sort of broaden it to real estate. And then, of course, it's just the, the I call it the standard requirements of any data platform, which has been able to search, view photos, see listings, stays on market, all those things. Now, how do we position ourselves? Well, look, 
Um, what we are really doing, uh, Kylie, is to pivot to APIs and let the prop techs come to us and build their applications because we are truly agnostic to applications. So if you look at domain and maybe PropTrack and CL, I'll mention them all. We all know them, right? They all have their own personal applications that they're bringing to market and a lot of the prop techs will, will compete against that. And that's what we're finding. So people are coming to us and saying, wow, you don't have a, a non-compete. You, you, we, can, we can develop this application and we really don't care whether developing a competitive application or something that's adjacent to us. Okay. So, so you've got the two products. You've got your own data portal, I'm assuming, and then yep. you've got, which is the, the typical or, or reports and searching and things like that that sure. an agent or a developer would do. And then you've got the data lake slash API that prop, other prop techs out there can hook into. Correct, yeah. Correct. And how, how are you monetizing both of those different models? So, again, the uh, it's quite simple. It's call rates or yep. it could be flat fee rates. It depends on their, their application. So, as an example, we've done one which is um, a reseller agreement. Mm-hmm. So, they will, um, each individual is signed, but the individual that signed the subscription um, logs into the uh, PropTech's API, oh, sorry, uh, application. Right. right, yep, so single sign-on, uh, but then... Single sign-on, yep. uh, similar to what we've done, say, with Prop uh, PropTech and, and Voltare, mm-hmm. except the application's quite different uh, right. to that. So so that's one way, and that's uh, uh, like a uh, reseller agreement, how many users have you got on the site, and that works really well for startups because they simply can't afford, um, you know, 10,000 calls. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. They come to us as a garage band, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and we've developed this wonderful, and okay, you want to do 10,000 calls, that's, you know, $1.50 a call. And they went, yeah. oh. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we pivot and say, look, as you build your user base, we'll just share. You just resell our product. And as a matter of fact, their users can actually jump into our platform as well. Right. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Are you happy with your current operational workflow? Are you really satisfied with printing, signing, scanning and emailing contracts and then having to wait days for them to be signed and returned? Well, I didn't think so. And I have some good news. There is a better way. Dynamic Methods is the team behind leading real estate industry tech platforms such as Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks. With a mission to make better happen, Dynamic Methods are dedicated to providing efficiency and productivity tools, boosting form technology to real estate agencies across Australia. Each month, 50,000 real estate professionals across 8,500 agencies from every Australian state and territory use Dynamic Methods form technology, empowering more than 7.2 million transactions a year. Dynamic Methods is also proud to host quality integrations with some of the prop tech industry's most powerful technologies, such as DocuSign, Secure Exchange, Equifax, and more, putting everything you need to get forms and contracts filled in, signed, verified, and exchanged into one easy platform. 
So if you're ready to ditch the pen and paper, make your agency look more efficient, head to dynamicmethods.com.au slash partners to learn more. So give us an example. You mentioned Vault RE before. How does that, what does it look like? Or what are some examples of what it can look like? So... Look, the, the Vault RE uh, is 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 just your classic data integration into a CRM, right. and, and and look, all the others do that as well. Uh, tick, mm-hmm. We just had we just tick that box, so people, uh, our real estate customers. But another example is uh, we have a surveyor surveying uh, application. So surveyors actually go out, need data for this, for their, for what they're going out to on site. And this little garage band's built it. They, they're actually a, a surveying company that's just developed an application for themselves and went, oh, I can sell this to everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's typical, right? It happens Nothing a lot. To get context, developed, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, but they can't afford the calls that they need because what they have to do is they're looking for uh, sites around the area. So it could be 20, 30, 40 calls every time. Suddenly you've got uh, users. Uh, so so we've just um, given them their access via our application, well, our single sign-on. So each customer is actually logging in literally with us, but mm-hmm. but um, they're just on selling our product. So, but they get the, the the recent sales, the owner verification, the 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 geospatial stuff that they need, uh, and so on. Cool. So you mentioned before that you that National Property Group is was started out of New South Wales, but obviously the name is National Property Group. So how big is your data set? Um, because, you know, sometimes and size matters in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Look. Um, <laughs> One of the uh, and and you know we both come from data companies. We know how hard it is to create huge data lakes and and keep them. And 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 we've seen other companies struggling with this. So we're about to launch uh, SA, which is our our uh, we we've got basically all the other states. Tassie's coming online. ACT uh, we launched about two months ago. Um, and we're about to launch SA. So we're just waiting on Tassie. We've been, you know, who cares about Tassie now? I shouldn't say no, that. No, don't. We, we all love Tassie. Tassie. We love you, Tassie. We all love Tassie. Tassie. <laughs> I was there twice last year. Fantastic. I love you, Tasmanians. Yeah, well, and but a great The problem was is that it's very expensive for their 10-year back data. It's uh, it's a commercial arrangement and, and very few records in comparison to, say, SA or Western Australia. But, mm-hmm. yeah, look, I think by um, the end of next quarter, like uh, August, we'll be truly national. Uh, the homely uh, arrangement gives us uh, a wealth of listings. It's amazing how much listings they have and how close they are to the other portals. Not with eyeballs, we understand that, but just the listing feeds that they have and that richness of data. So, so um, you know, you combine that plus the the other sources of data. You know, the secret source that everybody has. Um, we really are up there. It's quite. I'm quite surprised. You know coming from uh, an incumbent that's been there for 25 years, uh, yeah. turn around and say, wow, you know, you actually have quite a lot of data. Yeah, awesome. So so, so, just tell me about the relationship with Homely. So shout out to the Homely guys. Yeah, absolutely. Look, great people to work with. Uh, we've got a, a reciprocal arrangement of data. 
So we supply them for their uh, their their websites and and their consumer data. Uh, they we purchase obviously uh, feeds um, uh, of their listing, and uh, it's really quite nice when you're on our platform. Obviously, all the uh, on the market details come through, uh, and then you can link through to their site as well to see the the, the original ad. Okay, cool. So. I'm kind of curious what sparked this, uh, you know, 60-year startup um, and uh, and Red Square and EAC sort of around but not super visible for uh, for a long time. What's mm. what sparked the latest uh, innovation push or or this sort of recent spurt? I think and- the um, yeah the founder Gary Blom. Um, saw a, a space in the market uh, and I scratched my head when I first saw it. So I, I was asking the same question. And, um, you know, the way we positioned ourselves is when you look at, you know, there's uh, Woolworths and there's Coles uh, uh, and then you've maybe got IGA, which is which is going a little bit local and upmarket, and then you've got Aldi, and what's Aldi doing there? You know where you can buy a banana and an angle grinder, right? <laughs> it's, it's it's funny because it's true. Yes, <laughs> and you can buy the best pfeffernusa, you know, for Christmas. <laughs> and there you go, and you've just random you've just you've just uh, described what we're trying to do. We're trying to fit in this market that's a little bit quirky, but you need us. Mm. Okay. So, so how big is the company now? Like how, like what's the shape well, and size of it? Look, the shape and size is we're really slim. We're 30 people. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, we've got, you know, telesales. Uh, we've got a BDM up in Queensland that's doing uh, most of the ENG work. Uh, I work in a dual role of looking after the larger accounts and and as a sales manager. And um, so, you know, development team, support team, very slim on the ground. But we'll, you know, obviously we'll expand out as as we require. But uh, we're ready to rock and roll as far as being national and getting out there. So, so we've launched in the states that we've got uh, the full data sets. Yep, and just remind us which ones those are. So, uh, Eastern States um, uh, and Western Australia and launching um, in next quarter for Tassie and SA. Okay. Are you working with REI with REWA over in WA or not? No, No, look, uh, they've got an exclusive uh, relationship over there. So, um, you know, we know who that's with. Um, They're probably locked for another two or three years. Uh, I think what we're trying to do is work cooperatively, cooperatively, (laughs) that's a hard word, uh, with the REIs, but understand that in some ways, and something that I haven't mentioned to you with the EAC, is uh, we're a forms business. Right. Yeah, uh, we're an that would upset the REIs. <laughs> so I understand it. So we're an advocacy uh, as yeah. well. So we have we have this uh, this uh, membership benefits, which says that uh, an agency that's a member they can ring up and get free legal advice. They can purchase forms from us. Do you believe it or not? We still have. And this is, goes back to the sixty year old company. I've still got a shelf full of. 
um, forms in the pads that agents still buy from us. Physical that, that makes me feel that that hurts me. <laughs> like, why are they doing that? <laughs> and agents are, are still that? coming in and buy, we we try to get rid of it, and everybody cried out and said, "No, we want our pads <laughs> that oh. we fill out." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> there you Can go. You capture any data from that? You're not. Can you capture any data from that? You can't. No. Not from a physical piece of paper. No. Sell no. Off. Oh, yeah, God. no unless okay. they send the uh, third copy to us, right? So these are still, you know, carbon sheets. Bound. So basically, Joe, we have a list of some of the oldest, of, of the most tech resistant agents in That's our database. That's how you use <laughs> You know, we have a profile called Terry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's our user profile. Now, Terry's been in the game for 65 years. Right, okay, yep. <laughs> he's just sold his business Yep. Uh, and he still wants to list and sell in his part-time retirement mm-hmm. and he still wants to use his pad. Right, and one of his granddaughters is assisting him in this or something like that. Okay, got it. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> avatar called Terry. <laughs> That's the avatar called Terry. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're, they're the salt of the earth. They've been in the game for so long. They, they know, know everything. Stuff. They know their patch so well. Uh, and people just come to them and list and sell. And, and you know what's interesting? When I speak to Terry, he's making more money now. Gold is business. With a lot less, with a lot less headaches. <laughs> I, I'm diverging a bit, uh, and you can cut this out if you like, Kylie. But <laughs> Kylie, sorry. Um, do you remember that uh, survey that you did and, and you created this beautiful report about what vendors and what buyers yep. think about the real estate industry? It was one of the best reports uh, I'd ever seen and you made me go up to Queensland and do it at the Ray White conference or something. All right, you, okay. You did I make you? Else. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I had to that, stand yeah. on stage and present your report, so... Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure Kai will explain that later. <laughs> but, you know, nothing's changed yep. in the industry. Well, well, do you know what? I think maybe we're returning to some of those values that Terry had Absolutely. back sort of that he started out with 65 years ago. Yeah. We kind of went on this little rabbit hole journey of embracing the tech and thinking <clears throat> and adopting scale, yeah. but in yeah. adopting scale became a little bit too homogenous and focused on the transact on on scaling transactions. And now we're coming back to the relationship, right? Yeah. Look, yeah. Uh, I, I think, and when you talk about the relationship, uh, that's one of the biggest pain points in the real estate industry. Um, is they have some massive databases, and there are companies out there that. are are trying to improve those databases. And, you you know, there's lots of them. And if you look at what Nurture Cloud does, what Reader does, um, they have this perfect understanding of that life cycle of a customer and the property is static but people move in and out of that property. And you've got these real estate agents sitting on these Pile of compost, basically, isn't it? Right? <laughs> yeah, piles of newspapers. Sarah Bell says, you know, like hoarding data is like hoarding newspapers. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, so um, one of the things that we like to say is that that you know there, there's this 
Uh, and again, it's agnostic. We can we can um, provide these data updates to their data. So it's it's simply match a pin. It's simply uh, doing these life cycle changes, um, you know, and and then looking at. Uh, some some stats around them, um, their their performance, you know, like the old market scorecard sort of stuff, but a little bit simpler in in respects of hey, out of out of all the appraisals you've done last year, here the here are the people that are still in the database that's still in their properties. Here are the people that have moved on, and these are the people that purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, fix your database, guys, and here's <laughs> the knowledge to do it right. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, so that's the sort of thing that um, I've pivoted because for me to chase down price finder or chase down core logic, and then you've got REA coming in for the 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 um, the platform. You know, where 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 there where people can use it, but why would someone change? Um, it's hard to give that value prop. We've got those little nice little data points that we'll add and keep on adding, and that's what we're doing that will bring some people across. But generally, you know, those rusted on, if you can remember us trying to get people off the old classic version of RP data, right, took them 12 years and they still haven't done it right. <laughs> now still now they're trying to move off the next version and it'll take them another 10 years, right? Yeah. Very Changing behavior is the hardest part uh, of any any you know tech journey, anyway, right? Absolutely, absolutely. This episode is sponsored by EasyPay. EasyPay makes collecting prop tech payments easy. As one of Australia's leading subscription payment providers, EasyPay is helping real estate and prop tech businesses to improve rental collection rates, transform arrears management, and increase cash flow. Built for integration with a focus on partnerships, EasyPay's platform works seamlessly with your existing PropTech software, giving you access to industry-leading features that enable complex billing and settlement to support trustless business models. Discover the power of payment automation and leverage one of the first platforms to enable the pay-to payment solution at easypay.com forward slash PropTech. So, so Joe, how have you found it going from a very large provider to a to a smaller operation? Like, what's the, what have been the biggest you know, challenges? Probably it's sword, isn't it? You know, the challenges are obviously coming from almost almost unlimited funding. You know, you can do what you like, and having big marketing departments to doing a lot of stuff yourself, right? Mm. Um, but I think the so that's the hard part is 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 you know hey building out big teams and uh um which I, i've always done right you know i think i had 23 people just in training and and customer success right mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. down to two or three people it's right. <laughs> quite a different sort of story but you know the agility of the team uh the the uh, the, the way we can actually focus on individual customers and be um uh a little bit more flexible in what we can do uh respond to their requirements really quickly without going through a big bureaucracy which is difficult um mm-hmm. and they have to be like that you know they they just yeah. can't take resources and move them around and that's what we can do you know as long as we uh can justify it so it, it's and then just being able to pivot and and work with different markets has really been a lot of fun for me anyway 
Cool. Very cool. So, so Joe, what's um, what do you, what's what do you see are the trends, the tech trends that are out there that are going to impact what national property groups doing uh, I, in I the next I couple of years? Come back to this. Um, people understanding their own database and then having the resources to take advantage of it. And there are already players there, and I mentioned those two, you know. Um, uh, and the only reason I mentioned those two, obviously, um, you know, I worked with a company that owned Nurture Cloud for quite for six months. So I really understood what they were doing with uh, that particular piece of uh, tech. And then obviously my observations of Reader and Air and what they did when CoreLogic brought them out, you know, and that's a real understanding of what your database is doing and and, and the, those touch points are not just simple touch points. They're really uh, having a lot of information in the back of those touch points. Right. Yeah. So, so I think that's where it's going. Um, I'm interested to see what the pitch documents are doing as well, right? The real tears, the hubs and the uh, RP proposals there. Uh, I think agents are struggling with that piece of technology, uh, the good ones always. And I think I remember one of your other reports, the 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 adopters, the followers, and the laggards. Do you yes, remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. That I wasn't my that wasn't my graph. That, that wasn't my graph. It wasn't was that I yours? I, I, no, I put it in, but I think it's a I think from memory oh, it's, it's a classic. Gartner graph. But yes, yeah, it's a classic, adoption. isn't it? You know, and and I think the followers are, are struggling with it, you know, because you've got you've got to get that really big adoption on it. And when you look at Realtor, they've got they've got some great traction in the market. Uh, Pete Matthews is a great operator, but when I go out and sit with agents that I hear, oh, you know, I'm struggling with it, you know, and sometimes all I want is uh, a list of comparables and my smiley face will get the listing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you guys are simplifying that so that you can just do a smiley face and comparables, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that's, and that's where I see our CMA. Uh, if you look at the CMAs on the market, and that's what we'll call them, pitch documents, CMAs, whatever you want to call them, they're getting so complex uh, mm. uh, and so time-consuming, and and you know it's fine when you're boutique and you you do two or three listings, but if you're in a volume agency, oh my god, right? It's really hard. Really, yeah. yeah. So so what's the vision for National Property Group? Are you guys looking at developing products off your tech, or are you just hoping to, or are you, or is your strategy to work with? Um, prop techs out there and see and sort of pick and choose from whoever's doing the most interesting stuff with your data. So so we are developing our platform and we're putting some great, great data points through partnerships like climate um, uh, valuations, um, lot search for hazards. Um, uh, we've got the DA applications coming in that's searchable. Mm-hmm. So our vision is is to improve the data points and in, and improve the UI, mm-hmm. um, and we've got a you know fantastic roadmap there. But in the short term, um, it's it's the API and see what these prop techs are doing um, because when I look at their sites, um, in particular consumer sites, and so many of them are. Um, I think in your map was 478 
total and just in the consumer there was like a hundred and something right so yeah. so when you look at that um they're all struggling to monetize they're all struggling to bring people so w- my strategy is hey i've got a team uh and it which is just looking at the apis and looking at how we can sell uh data and enhance their there. Yeah, there's actually 480 now because after after we released the latest version, we found another couple, <laughs> as you do, as you do. So a big shout out to Hashtag and also to Real Flow Finance, who yeah. for reasons that I cannot explain got missed yeah. off it. But on my on my my explanation around that is actually very very manual process building that bastard of a thing. It, it and, is. <laughs> It is. I mean, and uh, and a big shout out to Jill Escudero who has done it and redone it and done it again um, well, and and designed it up because oh my god. Well, I think if anyone argues it, just become a member and then you get. <laughs> it, just no, embarrassingly they are speech, both members. Right? <laughs> yeah, embarrassingly they were both members, but I think they joined after we had done okay. the first drop. Yeah. So we'll forgive look, you. We'll anyway, forgive yeah. you. Big shout out to Hashtag and and Real Flow Finance to try and offset some <laughs> of the. <laughs> Not in, that they're going on now. They're going on right now. Um, awesome. Well, look, Joe, it's been absolutely fantastic to talk to you today. Is there anything else that you want to kind of like share with us or um, anyone um, you want to give a shout out to that you're working with? Yeah, look, I mean, the the industry uh, as, uh, you know, when I was with the other, the player, I was always in uh, insular and and it's amazing when you come out and you talk to so many prop techs uh, uh there, there's some fantastic people out there that are doing amazing applications you know so i'm really excited to be in this space yeah no it's a it's a very good community it's great to it's great to be part of yeah well thanks for the opportunity kylie really nice no worries awesome you. and and look i hopefully we will see you at the prop tech awards i believe yes yes i'll get my tux on. <laughs> Yeah, good. Yeah, fancy up. I look forward to seeing that. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks so much, Joe. Thanks, Kylie. So what do you think about National Property Group? The organisation is now being led by another one of my colleagues from CoreLogic, Frank Nez, who is a brilliant operator. So if anyone is going to pull this off, they have a great team to take on this challenging space. Because property data is an extremely competitive and increasingly it's being commoditised. Because it's no longer just CoreLogic and Domain in the space. Realestate.com are now in the market with PropTrack, REIP are working in this space with Velocity, and there's rental data with Louis Christopher, the list goes on. There's never been more choice on offer for agents and ways to produce current market appraisals, valuations, and to understand their patches. And it's not just about the amount of data or the number of records that you have or the reports that you can produce. It's now about the back-end data science and the AI that's going into it. I watch this space with a lot of interest. To launch a new property portal, you need very deep pockets so that you can compete on marketing spend of REA and domain. And I wonder if property data isn't going the same way, except the spend isn't on marketing, it's on data scientists. Hmm. But national property data's thinking around prop techs iterating off their data could potentially be a way around that. So if you're a prop tech looking for a data source, reach out to Joe and the NPG team and keep us posted on what you come up with. In Australian politics, the Democrats back in the 1970s launched with a slogan that they would, quote unquote, keep the bastards honest. And maybe that's where National Property Group are positioning themselves as that independent data provider that keeps everyone else 
square. So best of luck to Joe, Frank and the team. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech podcast, I would love you to tell your friends or drop me a line either via email, LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and Apple iTunes. I'd like to thank my podcast producer, the fabulous Charlie Hollands and our sponsors, Direct Connect, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the name behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks and the PropTech Association of Australia. Australia, Australia's industry body supporting the flourishing prop tech community. Now, if you're an Australian or a New Zealand prop tech who would like to be on the show, drop me a line via LinkedIn or Kylie at proptechassociation.com.au. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, keep on prop teching. Do you run a prop tech business or are you the founder of a prop tech? Make sure you join the Prop Tech Association of Australia. It's Australia's new not-for-profit association made up of tech people who are passionate about the property industry and committed to improving experiences in how we buy, sell, rent, manage, build and finance property. Joining will give you access to events and networks across Australia and globally to help you promote and grow your business. Go to proptechassociation.com.au and follow the prompts to join 